0: episode 15 of dad's right back to uh well i guess another one which is dylan and i i think it was the two of us last week as well yeah and uh this time we have two mics so hopefully you can hear us both better Uh, not a lot of good times this week. I, I don't know. I don't know if the stories are there and they just don't get caught as much in the news feeds, or if it's just a super depressing time right now. But uh, one thing that did happen is the U.S. House vote voted to remove Confederate statues, uh, three hundred five to one thirteen. So a number of Republicans voted with the Democrats to. Get rid of the statues. Mm-hmm. So, so now Mitch McConnell will kill him in the Senate. There was still uh, a lot of people that that uh, a lot of Repo- one hundred and thirteen Republicans voted to uh, keep the statues, but uh, mm-hmm. there was a number that voted with with the Democrats that are maybe a, a bit more with the times. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's over
1: four hundred seats in the U.S. House of Representatives, so that's probably where most of the smart uh, Republican politicians end up like if just,
0: just because there's more of them. Yeah. There's yeah. less uh just statistically more likely to have smarter. Yeah. We're having uh visitors to the house right now, which is why our our weekly Leia uh inter- interjection is a bit more intense. Intense than usual. And yeah. she's also joined by Chewie. Yes. And, and 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 uh I don't know the dog that's here visiting, but uh Jean's cousin's Laura dog. Jean's cousin's Laura laura's dog Laura's dog is here visiting as well we'll have to get that name yes yes so we got a, a number of dogs over yes visiting.
1: well no, well, no, no one, one visiting
0: dog and then yes. three in the house three in the wow. house and do you want to start with you
1: oh yeah with the um well actually you know what i'll throw in another good times i was looking at um some more presidential polls in the u.s right now and uh polls in the u.s are by by done by you know reliable pollsters on state levels um are normally they categorize states into safe likely leaning tilts and toss-up those those just signify so like if you say it's a likely democrat that doesn't mean that the pollster saying eh, it'll probably go to the Democrats, but it might go to the Republicans. It more so it just signifies by how much they're calling, they'll say that state's gonna go to the Democrats by this percentage. And the farther away from safe it is, it's like a more a narrower margin. Right. So the two highest are like safe is the, the party that's gonna win it, it's gonna win it by over fifteen like percent. California. Yeah, like California, safe New York Democrat. New York, yeah. Like Joe Biden will win those by over fifteen percent. And then likely is like 10 to 15 percent margins and anyway from what i was looking at just today with just the safe and likely democrat states joe biden wins the presidency so, That's good. like lots of time for things to change we're i think 99 days out right now does it
0: match up with your election mm-hmm. matt from last week
1: um i called I, I said all the democratic states that are in those column will go democrat plus a few more florida right now is leaning democrat i called it as going republican i still think it will but uh that 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 seems like the most likely one that i'll be wrong on
0: once again if you want to uh comment on that i don't i didn't see any comments i didn't check today but it's uh dads right dot fireside dot fm Yeah. um and you can you can see all the podcasts and all the blogs there and there's a space to comment right underneath or you can email us at uh, dadsrightpodcast.com, which is uh an email that I maybe shouldn't have given to your mother because she's sending a lot of emails now. Is she? We didn't get one from grandma. <laughs> she said don't talk about Trump so much. <laughs> she said, and, yeah. But you said you said right at podcast dot com for the email. That is the email.
1: At podcast dot oh, com?
0: So, oh no. podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, that's not what you said. Okay, well disregard uh, <laughs> what I said and listen
1: to what I mean anyway that's the good news good news is right now joe biden's looking pretty good um which even if you don't like joe biden uh but you're like if he's too right wing for you it's harm reduction so you know he's better uh on to the bad news side of things there's um bad times bad gotta times. stick with the yes. intro song yes yes thing. sorry yeah. oops bad times um allegations coming out of the governor general's office in canada that uh governor general julie payette abuses her employees and is uh uh, like, will yell at them and demands horrible things from them.
0: Is that like the movie Horrible Bosses? Time. Yeah. Is she, my, she the, Ju- the the Jennifer Aniston character?
1: No, I think she's more like Kevin Spacey.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, the
1: Kevin Spacey the character. And the Kevin real Spacey. Kevin Spacey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think she's quite
1: that bad. Um, but, you know, she was... People questioned her appointment when Justin Trudeau first picked her because um, she has had a checkered bit of a checkered past um uh she's been an astronaut and uh you know has made great uh strides and as a scientist and um obviously you know as a female astronaut um that's always a wonderful uh, um that's always a good accomplishment um and it's it's you know it's good to have um, you know, it's a very male-dominated field, and it's harder to make it as a woman, because the system's just rigged against women, so that's a very admirable thing. But you, there's, you know, there's allegations of domestic abuse against her husband. Um, she...
0: He, he wants her to go back killed, to space.
1: <laughs> she killed somebody in the U.S. by accident, hit her with her car, hit him with her car. Um, yeah. But I think she wasn't charged. I don't know why. Was
0: that while well, she was the governor general?
1: No. No, oh. before before. Um, So it was kind of a questionable appointment, and uh, people were saying that she doesn't really seem to want her job. But uh, the thing is, the Prime Minister appoints the Governor General, but then the Governor General reports to the Queen, so she can't exactly be fired
0: unless Queenie gets involved. But uh, do they normally just resign?
1: No, they have terms.
0: Oh, okay. And what's the term? Four years?
1: Uh, I think every four years but then the prime minister can ask them to keep
0: serving but he probably won't in this particular case but you never yeah. know you yeah. never know with the uh, mm-hmm. jt not james taylor i think it's four years i'm not 100 percent sure mm-hmm. what else happened this week in bad times the list is is endless but uh, we'll <laughs> hit some of the highlights kanye west uh did his first um rally i guess we'll call it. i guess did you hear that did you listen
1: i've been avoiding listening to it but i heard things
0: it was it was pretty crazy pretty crazy there was some <laughs> breakdowns when he he's doing the uh abortion topics whoa <laughs> that made a zippy sound yeah what are you trying to do just, just leaning back you're taking the mic into your own hands yeah exactly somehow that made it super louder oh is this better yeah you okay. want me i can always just turn you down if you want to hold it If if another position is more comfortable uh we'll find it we'll see we'll see how it goes all right let me know just
1: chillaxing in the dining room
0: all right <laughs> the uh yeah it was a it was a there was there was uh some manic and some depression all in the same uh same rally it was it was pretty incredible and i don't I he, i think he went to some states to get his name on the ballots in some states but I just don't see it coming to any sort of fruition. I just, yeah. I mean, you never. I, I said the same thing about Trump, but the uh, thing is, this seems even more off the rails than the thing with Trump. And he he has the Republican Party behind him. Trump? Yeah. Yes, that's the difference. Yeah. One of the big differences.
2: Yeah.
1: No, but before the um, before he got the Republican nomination, I think the reason he did so well is because of how much the news covered him he got tons and tons and tons of free advertising and if you look at the numbers of how much the news covered trump versus covered hillary it's not even close they covered trump way more yeah because he was saying crazy stuff yeah and i think that gave him exposure so i think this is one of those things if the news doesn't cover kanye as much he will get a lower percentage of the vote. If they cover him more, I bet you he'll get a higher percentage of the vote. I don't think it'll matter at the end of the day. I don't think he will make any sort of significant impact. Um, but you know, he could, I could see him clinching, you know, libertarian party. I think in 2016, got something like 2% of the national vote, maybe 3% of the national vote. And that was the highest they've gotten ever. I could see him getting maybe 2% of the national vote. If the news covers him enough, maybe, but, uh, I heard he criticized Harriet Tubman.
0: Yeah, he said uh he said she didn't she didn't free the slaves, she just moved them to different white owners or something like that. We have a relative who came up on the Underground Railroad with Harriet Tubman. So. Well, I don't know if they
1: were physically
0: with her, but but yes, came up on the Underground Railroad. No,
1: I thought I thought the most recent thing we found out was that it was Harriet Tubman helped. Could have been. I didn't I don't remember
0: hearing That's that. That's what grandma told me. Uh, in the sense that she sort of set it up, but I, I don't know if they were actually yeah, I don't traveling together or not. I don't know.
1: Grandma, send us an email. Give us a, give us a, some clarification on this and uh, we'll update our other audience members next week. But, uh, anyway, it's a weird thing to do. I like, I, I don't think it's a person who's, you're going to gain popularity by attacking.
0: No, I don't, I don't see how it's, uh, it was uh it was the whole thing was just really bizarre yeah he's what is he doing yeah who knows who knows uh closer to home west nile virus found in mosquitoes in oakville too close to home for my liking T- two things with that uh first of course it is cuz it's 2020 yep and why is it okay uh to call it the west nile virus mm so many viruses are named after where they were first found but we aren't allowed to do that with the coronavirus? Okay, let me tell you why. Because uh,
1: when we call it the West Nile virus uh, it doesn't result in a spike of hate crimes and racist act against people from the West Nile. When we call it the uh, uh, things like the Chinese virus or the uh, Wuhan virus, or uh, as Trump famously said, the Kung flu, um, we uh, th- that has shown to have, uh, by spreading that idea, to have a direct impact and an increase of anti-Asian racism.
0: That's interesting, because lots of diseases are named after where they're found.
1: Yeah, but uh, we're living in an age where people feel like it's more okay to be racist, and are seem to be able unable to make more of a like break up in their head somehow that just because somebody's from a place like from that place doesn't mean they carry it or that they started it or they have anything to do with it
0: so people are dumber
1: uh yeah i mean they seem to be okay like i like am i wrong though people seem to be dumber these days uh yeah, I don't know. Is it just the
0: volume? Is the percentage any higher?
1: Maybe I don't know. I but like, or maybe the other thing like we watched a John Oliver video just the other day about conspiracy theories and how easily they can spread now through the internet, and so, and and the same thing goes for hate. So maybe people who are more susceptible to it uh, pre might not have had it been exposed to it pre internet.
0: Right. So now it's just easier them easier for them to to. Uh... See and hear those things.
1: Yeah, and especially in places like Facebook, you get into your echo chamber and you see multiple things and people reporting the same thing and you're like, Oh, well this must be true then.
0: Yeah, I never I mean, I don't think anybody should get their news from Facebook and if you I mean that's a that's that's an issue if that's where you're getting your if news I'm getting
1: from getting news from Facebook, it's from C B C yeah, but oh, or like CTV, uh, anything or that, like that you
0: see on Facebook, you need to check on a legitimate news yes. agency source.
1: Yes. No. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, but I don't. I think there are people who don't, and I don't necessarily want to call them stupid. <laughs> but if the shoe fits, yeah. But no, I, I I don't necessarily want to call them stupid because, you know, um, life is complicated, and some people don't have time to go some people weren't educated in that way and it that's it's not really their fault that the adults that they grew up with uh told them and taught Facebook's them where to get your news <laughs> well didn't teach them to think critically or um double check
0: things you know yeah i uh, yeah, uh, maybe i don't know I, I to me it's obvious facebook twitter blah blah whatever tiktok mm-hmm. uh whatever other vine are not news sources. I've seen lots of stories on there, and then I go on the internet and look if it if it's something that interests me. Yeah. But- and see if it actually happened or not from a legitimate news source. And it's not hard. It doesn't take a lot of time. I don't think life is complicated is an excuse for that. It, it's like a five-minute thing to make sure you, before you form an opinion, that you're dealing with something that's even close to the truth in the first place. But if you trust what you're reading. Mark Zuckerberg? Well, yeah, well, no,
1: but it's the same thing with people who, like, we, I think we talked about last week, maybe the week before, people who watch Fox, Fox News, and yeah, they that was see... last week, yeah. Anderson
0: Cooper and, yeah, yeah. and those non-news shows, yeah. entertainment shows, yeah. sort of posing as news shows. But it's, pre-
1: yeah, it's presented as news, and if that's all you watch, then you have no reason to not believe that. And yes, I think that if you're a critically thinking person, you should go and you know,
0: find other sources, hear the other opinion. It feels like maybe you need it feels like maybe there needs to be a course now in school about critical thinking and and, and fact checking and And if we're in this age, then we need to teach from a, from a young age that these stories aren't necessarily true. Yeah. and you need to find out for yourself.
1: Yeah, and I think you make a, a good point there. Um, it sort of points out the fact that a lot of people who are you know taking their news from Facebook and stuff, grew up they were like like the first people on facebook so they no one ever had to teach them facebook is not the place to get your news yeah because yeah. facebook wasn't around and now i think i think that's why i think my generation is more cognizant of that because facebook has been around for a while we all joined facebook when we were uh nine or ten and told that we were 13 <laughs> um but uh you know, we we grew up, we made some mistakes. I think on we it need we, to make I think we made yeah, you it. wait till you were twelve or eleven or something. Yeah, something. No, I think I got it at ten. Mm, I don't remember. Anyway. I um, deny. I plead the fifth. <laughs> but anyway, so we we've, we now know more to to go double check things as it's not a news source, but other people, you know, not so much. All right. Uh
0: moving along, just so we don't have another super long episode. <laughs> California recorded over twelve thousand cases on Wednesday to surpass New York as the state with the most COVID. Is it just because they have the most people, mm. or were they? Have I wonder. They been... Yeah, you're right. You're, you know what? You're right. It didn't say percentage wise. So if you look at percentages, what's the state with the most COVID? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. I I, I don't know if. See, I'm inclined to think that it's just because they have more people, but aware of my biases that's because i like gavin newsom and am inclined to think that he would make an intelligent decision but i do know that they already they did start reopening early and then they went back into some shutdown when things started to go up and so if they reopened early again i don't know i mean there's
0: there's pressure on them to open for sure
1: i mean they're the biggest places they're the biggest economy in the u.s they're the sixth biggest economy in the world yeah um so yeah there's lots of pressure to open and i understand why you'd want to open and it you know with such a high population yeah i think it's probably harder to keep them all in check
0: yeah so mm. and that was wednesday and then on saturday florida surpassed new york as the state with the second most cases yeah well i
1: mean that's just because everyone in Florida's stupid and so is their governor
0: isn't that could be uh it seems to be a bit of bias there coming from your side of the table <laughs> Maybe, but like, how many Florida
1: man headlines do we have to see before we just accept that the place is a freaking mess? The uh, And Ron DeSantis going out and saying like, yeah, some kids are going to die, but we still need to open up schools.
0: The the I'm just wondering if New York will be upset. Now they're in third. <laughs> Come on, New York, you can do it. Get out there. <laughs> Catch some cases. <laughs> Try. Get going. Arizona's pretty bad. It, it, last night in Portland, there was a riot declared as the protesters uh, breached a fence that the secret police put up outside the federal courthouse, and uh, quite a messy situation there. So that's still going on uh, uh, with with no real end in sight. As Trump decides to send troops into other cities, okay. Albuquerque, Chicago. The uh,
1: the mayor of Portland was standing with protesters, and he got tear gas. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, um, I have to say, any story. That has the the phrase "secret police" in the title. I have to side with whoever's fighting against them.
0: I put "secret police" in. It's not in the story.
1: Oh, okay. But this is like the people that Trump sent in that are like badgeless and. I think I think it's
0: a combination of all the law enforcement in in Portland, not just not just them, but they were sort of barricaded the protesters out of the federal courthouse. But that is. That protest is still going strong there. And then last night there was also, I didn't write this down, but I saw there was also uh, two protests going on, I think in Kentucky, or Louis- was it Louisiana?
1: I think it's Louisville, Kentucky.
0: Louisville, Kentucky, yeah, where the the three percenters who are uh, armed militia of mostly uh, white folk um, were protesting... I don't know what they were protesting actually. They probably didn't know either. they were probably just white and angry. I think they had something. I think they I think they I don't know why they were there. And then Probably the some made up issue. N F A C, I think they're called. It's the Where's our beeper? Where's our beeper?
1: Uh it's behind your iPad. Am I close? Uh, move
0: closer to me. There you go. Okay, it's called the knot around uh, coalition or something like that. They were there protesting as well. Uh, they they are protesting the Brianna Taylor, Brianna uh, Taylor's murder. Yeah, the the cops there. Yeah, uh, still got to arrest those cops. There's one thing I don't, I haven't, I haven't delved into that one as much as maybe I should have. I don't think anyone has. That's why they haven't but, arrested the cops yet. But what I saw, I mean, I mean, they were using a no-knock warrant, and then they were shot at, and then a gunfight ensued, and she got hit in the crossfire while she was lying in bed.
1: Uh, I think my understanding is that the boyfriend fired a shot when the cops broke into his house. It's a no-knock warrant. Okay, but uh, I do believe that uh, Americans have the right to shoot people entering their property, and if you don't know it's the cops...
0: Well, this is then, why they're talking about not having no-knock warrants anymore. Yeah, well, but, they
1: shouldn't. So what what I would say is if you're a cop on a no-knock warrant, um, you can't claim to, or at least the justice system in the U.S., can't claim it's bad to shoot at a cop coming in on a no-knock warrant, but it's not bad to shoot at somebody breaking into your house.
0: How are you supposed to know the difference? Yeah, it's a good point, right. but so, I'm, saying, I'm saying is the problem here... Um, the system or those those three cops i did the cops do anything wrong okay according okay. to their procedures i don't i don't I, know i, I, I don't, don't know, know either but um off the top of my
1: head i would say yes the system because the system gives them no knock warrants
0: so then so, so then those those three cops aren't neces should they be arrested i i, don't I think know. they should have
1: better judgment than to just start firing excessively if there's like a crossfire and a gunfight, and you're three cops versus one guy, and you hit somebody lying in a bed, then you're firing excessively, and you're using excessive force, and uh, a shot doesn't need to be met with a hail of gunfire.
0: Was it just one shot?
1: I would have to double check that. I don't know. My understanding is that I, I read as the soon term "gunfight" when I was reading about it. Okay, but, but yeah, but mm, yeah, yeah, it's a black man in the news, so I'm not surprised they use that term. Um, Uh, I would say that the cops were too quick. Even, even my understanding is that as soon as he knew it was the cops, he stopped shooting and, uh, still too fast to go to your guns. I I don't think, I know they need to be armed in case they're being shot at, but I don't, I don't think that, um,
0: as soon as you're shot at, and the other thing you is, should just they don't, start
1: randomly shooting.
0: They don't give... Uh, well, I'm sure they were shooting at I know, okay, the way okay. they thought the gunfire was coming okay, from. It's a no-knock
1: warrant. He shoots once. You say, drop the police drop the gun.
0: If you keep shooting after that... But the other thing is, they don't give no-knock warrants unless they are worried about the person. Um. Yeah.
1: I think it was a drug bust. And... I would say that uh, that if it was a white person, they wouldn't have given a no-knock warrant. And I would say that getting caught in the crossfire while laying in bed—you're not being careful enough. As a cop, you have to be careful. You have to be more careful. You just have to be.
0: Could be. I, I mean, I just don't. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't looked into it enough. I'm, smarter people than me have have said they should be, but I, I just. I'm just not sure. Like I said, I haven't read about it. Mm-hmm. There's a kind of hush
1: all over the world. Tonight, all over the world, you can
0: hear the sounds. All over the world, all over the world, the global cases went from 10 to 15 million of COVID in less than a month. And in that, now there is 616,000 people dead, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and and there's still people believe that it's a hoax.
1: Yeah. I heard that uh, Africa, the continent, got hit pretty hard last week. They saw a huge spike. I think I read that Kenya's the worst right now. I mean,
0: Africa, the whole continent, is not equipped to handle this. Uh, Well, South Africa's probably fairly well equipped. There's, there's here and there places that have some money and some you know decent health but but on the whole you're probably right yeah yeah there's so many countries that are in constant turmoil
1: in africa uh which is uh in that turmoil is a the continuous continuing legacy of colonialism um but uh it's very unfortunate because i remember how how bad ebola got and a very different disease much i think a much lower recovery rate yeah a lot more a lot higher death rate not uh, very but I, but it's harder to get yeah um so i, I worry i think that's i don't think that's going to be under control in general on the continent until other countries are equipped to help yeah and there's some sort of vaccine yeah and but we i mean we're not equipped to help right now most countries can't even help themselves right now yeah so it's a problem.
0: There was uh, a 16-year-old Russian kid that was that was playing soccer as some weather started to roll in, and uh, he got hit by lightning. And th- there's a video of it that uh, it's out there because it's, uh, they wouldn't show it if he if he didn't turn out with a <laughs> sort of happy ending. You can tell me when you're going to cough and I hit a little mute button on your mic okay. next time. <laughs> um, the uh, Anyway, uh, he got hit by lightning, and it looked like I watched the video. It looked like I watched the video because I read it and I knew he turned lived. Mm-hmm. So he got hit by lightning, and it looked like he turned to powder. Like it looked like he was <laughs> hit by a Harry Potter curse or something. <laughs> but I guess he just went down. And uh, three weeks later, he was out playing soccer again. And the only lasting damage is a, uh, the only lasting injury is a burn on his chest where he was wearing a necklace. So the only question I have about that story is
1: what is the legal age in Russia to buy a lottery ticket? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, pretty crazy, right? Like, I I think maybe he's burned out all his luck. Do they have... Maybe. I would say do they have lotteries in Russia? Probably not. I would say no.
1: Yeah, but I've read of people before who got hit by lightning and then played the lottery and won. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, probably i read about that because it's crazy and uh most people who get hit by lightning by lightning probably don't win the lottery but that's like you know it's almost the odds of you getting hit by lightning in your life are next to zero and the only thing less likely is winning the lottery yeah so
0: i'd yeah I'd, i'd start playing those odds man give it a shot even if you have to come to america to buy a ticket yeah Uh, What else is going on? Off the coast of Florida, scientists are looking, uh, are going to explore a deep blue hole at the bottom of the ocean. To go get Godzilla. It just seems crazy to me. There's some, for sure, there's something down there. (laughs) 100% there is something down there. Godzilla. The way this year has been going, just leave it alone. Just leave it. Yeah. it, it in fact, cement it over. <laughs> it's either Godzilla or the Kraken. Yeah, or Cthulhu. Release the Kraken.
1: <sighs> it's but you know what? Here's the thing. It would be a tragedy if they released the Kraken and the Kraken then sunk Florida. But it'd solve a lot of problems huh. as well.
0: The uh, they arrested uh, the arsonist in in uh, relation to that Saint Peter and Saint Paul's Cathedral fire in France. He was a 39-year-old church volunteer. Uh, no word on whether he was English or French, so we don't know if it was an inflammable, <laughs> flammable situation. But uh, he admitted that he set three fires inside, and uh, his lawyer said he was consumed with guilt and felt liberated after admitting the incident. And I think that's good because he probably won't feel liberated for a while from from some whatever prison that he's in. <laughs> the Bastille. And uh, back to COVID, almost 40 countries around the world have reported uh, single-day increases in coronavirus over the last week, uh, about double the number that did so the week before. Um, so,
1: so wait, that's, even if the increase is like three, so like Canada's on that list,
0: because we saw an increase, we see an increase every day. Uh, is that increase? what that means? Increase. No, no, no. Like the numbers are going up, they like... Like this trend, where the trend is up, not down. Canada's had so, a little p- peak, but now, well, I, I can't speak Canada, but Ontario like had a little peak, and now it's sort of going down again. So it's so it's not an increase in cases; it's an
1: increase in number of cases per day. Uh, yeah, so like going up from like two hundred to two hundred and twenty-three, yeah, right? As opposed to like how two hundred staying the same or going down. Yeah, yes, because a hundred. Like, getting 95 cases as opposed to 100 the day
0: before is still an increase in cases, but it's a decrease in per-day Frequency per day. Cases. Frequency so it per day it's okay. per day, yeah. Okay. Single-day increases. have reported record single-day increases in coronavirus infections over the past week. That sucks. So that's a double the number of the week before. So it seems to be picking up again. Reuters said uh, the pandemic is picking up in every region of the world. So as much as it's been... Uh, I don't know, a thousand days now? How long? Uh, I don't know, a few years. The uh, It's not time to open up. It's time to, to hunker down and make sure we get it under control. Because even if you get a vaccine, a vaccine isn't a cure for the people that have it. Mm-hmm. It prevents you from getting it. I think... I've been thinking recently
1: that the economy is obviously a concern because... The entire world order is built around that. But I wonder if long-term, it would have been better for people and the economy to just stay totally shut down for like six months. Yeah, I mean, maybe. We'll never know. Yeah, I don't know, because we're going through this reopening. Ontario's numbers are getting all on the higher
0: side again. It dropped down again recently over the last couple days. Yeah, but it's still higher than it was. Higher than it was. Yeah. So I'm like... You know, should we be going into
1: stage three? I just think I don't know, I think it I think it would have been smarter to have just stayed locked down for longer and it would have sucked for so many people
0: for a long time. People probably would have lost it. It would have business. sucked for lots of people. Yeah. Businesses but, would have shut down. Uh the government I mean the government's already
1: But if we just have to go if we just have to go into lockdown again, then more businesses will shut down.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I don't well, it's a lot better than it was the initial time around still so the key is to just keep up the vigilance with the masks and the distancing and a lot of countries have turned it around like you look at new zealand and denmark and cases countries that we talked about with dan a couple of weeks ago but you've pointed out except also those are very different situations in those countries with absolutely geographical locations uh, size, like that yeah no but i'm just saying vigilance can do it it's just, it's just the length of time. So I mean, what I'm saying is we can't get frustrated with the number of days we've been locked in our house. We need to keep up what we're doing in order to beat it down a bit more. That was my only point.
1: Yes. Oh, I agree. And I'm saying I think we should be forced to be stayed in our house longer. Short-term pain, long-term gain.
0: TNT and actually mm-hmm. the the first T maybe have a bit more uh bit more to talk about this week than usual as the the wee investigation continues and and heats up more calls for for Justin's resignation this time from the block and the block went to elections canada you were saying and asked what it would take to have an election in among with the co- with covid happening and things like that
1: yeah yeah which um and that was amongst other signals that the Bloc might be preparing to attempt to take down the government. But with the Bloc doesn't, even Blocs and Conservatives don't have enough seats. If the NDP side with the Liberals, then they're fine. Yeah. They just need one of the parties. But if the Bloc is willing to join the Conservatives, I don't know where the NDP stands. They haven't made uh, a stance. Yves-François Blanchet, leader of the Bloc Québécois, has not committed to taking down the government, but he seems to be making moves to explore that direction. Uh, but the block is probably here. The dogs again, the, (laughs) the block is probably right now, the only party, um, outside of maybe the liberals who want an election because the other two, the conservatives, they will talk big. They cannot support this government without their base turning on them, but they're leaderless right now.
0: Leaderless and, and, and yeah, and. And down in the polls, down in the polls, so even
1: majorly down in the polls. Yeah, even with this weed charity narrowing narrowing things up, Justin Trudeau's still on majority
0: and, path. And if it gets to the point uh, where Justin does have to step down, that's even worse for them. It
1: could, yeah, it could be depending on who they replace Justin Trudeau with. Um, if if they now they could be playing a long game. If they're smart, they will use this weed charity to continue to chip away at his numbers for another month. The Conservatives have a leadership election August 21st. Then they have their leader. Their finances are in decent shape because the opposition party normally is um, because they're getting the most donations when the government's uh, unpopular, and they're one of the main two big parties. So they're normally p- pretty good in the coffers section. Right. Um, so if they got Justin Trudeau to step down, and then the Liberals had to hold a leadership race, they just finished their leadership race, and then they managed to take down the government, they send the Liberals into an election without a clear leader and in scandal that's probably their ideal situation that probably won't happen yeah it um, Justin Trudeau's not going to step down he's that he's almost as popular as he was at the beginning of his first term when it was the sunny days um, and he's too proud to step down and uh, that and would be... he was
0: probably sitting stoned alone in his backyard
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and to the liberals just can't capitulate to the conservatives like that that's essentially saying the conservatives are right guys you know the politics of it just won't happen
0: well yeah it's not i mean you can do it in your own grounds but i, I don't think he'll do it i don't think yeah. he sees this as a big issue Mm-mm. but but i mean you said uh you mentioned this to me but i didn't realize but but trudeau's family received large speaking fees from we Mm-hmm. And the finance minister' uh, daughter, Bill Bill Morneau, worked at or his daughter worked at the charity. Mm-hmm. So there is, uh, you know, some quid pro quo happening there. It looks like quite possibly. And then um, you were talking about uh, Bill's uh, vacation.
1: Yeah, I just want to go back one one step for just a second because um, I want to mention. I think the NDP will prop up the government because their finances are a wreck right now and they have nothing to gain and who wants to who wants from, to vote on anything with the block yeah so I think the government's fine because the NDP will prop them up if the block abandons them at the end of the day um, yeah Bill Marneau, uh took two family vacations on behalf of the weed charity I don't know if like I don't know why they would just pay for him to vaca- pay like take vacations maybe his daughter was doing some work and the rest of the family went as a vacation. I'm not sure, but the two vacations together cost a total of $41,000 that Bill Morneau owed to the WE charity, like he had to pay it back, and he paid it back the day before he was set to testify before the Ethics Committee. That's probably when it was due. Yeah, no, and he's like, oh, I just forgot until then, and the uh, and people are saying, like, the timing is pretty shady. I think... I honestly think that the prime minister should ask Bill Morneau to step down because if he can shift the heat onto him, take make him take some of the blame, he's never been a popular cabinet minister. I was actually shocked when the election happened and Justin Trudeau kept him on as finance minister. He's never been very popular. And uh, if he could shift some of the focus away from him, Bill Morneau steps down. We get a new finance minister. He can declare the scandal over, essentially, because um, he has somebody to take the fall. Yeah. Now, whether or not the finance minister will step down, we'll see. But I think it'd be good for the liberals if he stepped down just in general. Because like I said, he's not popular.
0: And like you said, it would be a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. On to Trump. I guess that didn't take as long to get through Trudeau's. <laughs> the Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation has asked Trump to stop using his name and image in the fundraising and his campaigning. And you see, to me, that's hilarious. Because... I
1: think Ronald Reagan is probably next to Trump, the most influential Republican president in terms of shaping the direction of the party, and in general, the third worst president the U.S. has ever
0: had under Trump and Bush too. So Ronald, his effect on the country can be debated. It depends what you're. I mean, I mean, a lot of people say he's one of the best presidents, and I don't. And I do believe. The main difference is he was out to... What he believed what he was doing was going to work. And he believed he was making the country a better place mm-hmm. to be. Yes. Whereas I think... I don't believe that's what Trump is doing. No.
1: No, no, no. And that's why I think he's... I, I put him as a better president than Donald Trump. Uh, I still think he was a terrible president. Really screwed over poor people. Tried to pass ketchup as a vegetable in school lunches because it's cheaper. Saved money by making children... Uh, have diabetes um, gutting health care he was one of the big reasons why socialized healthcare didn't happen in the US I could go on about Reagan I think he was a terrible, terrible, terrible president uh, especially for the working and middle class but but a lot of the working and middle class love him yeah, but uh, a lot, well, I'd probably say a lot of the white middle and working class and uh, a lot of the white middle and working class like Donald Trump that's his base um that doesn't mean people don't always vote for what's best for them
0: however the the uh trump doesn't believe that because he had a quote this week that says i've done more for black americans than anybody with the possible exception of abraham lincoln nobody has even been close the possible exception (laughs) the possible maybe oh maybe less than the guy who ended slavery the thing is and the the thing is it could be a bit of wordplay here he doesn't necessarily say they're good things he just said more more things (laughs) more things (laughs) more things for them that implies good for somebody means good to somebody means bad uh maybe maybe he'd maybe not be that quick (laughs) Oh no, you're 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 suggesting some wordplay. That's that's just a sharp thing in general. He uh also cancelled the in in an effort to now look like uh the caring president and the one who's worried about COVID, uh cancels the Republican National Convention in Jacksonville, saying due to safety concerns, the timing for this event is not right. To have a big convention, it's not the right time. And and two things are at play here. One, he now comes off as a as looking uh, like he like he cares more and uh, is trying to help uh, Florida and, and the country lower the cases, and two, if he was going to get a crowd of another 5,000 people, he doesn't have to do that.
1: Yeah. I think, if he's playing political games by trying to change now how he's approached this thing, I, I'd like to think it's too little too late.
0: I don't know, it's... Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. I don't yeah. know why he's changed his mind. Well, I... I think I know why. I think he, he now is realizes that the other way wasn't working. Wasn't gaining in popularity. Yeah. So now he has to go back to, well, not back to, but now he has he's trying a new strategy because he has 100 days till the election, which 99. is November 3rd, by the way, not the 5th. Oh. We were wrong. Oops. But uh, but there's 199 days till the election, so he now has to try other things. And this is uh, going for the caring COVID president is, uh, is something new for him, so he's going to mm. give that a shot. I don't think he'll be very good at it. Uh, no. No. Uh, and we have a, a couple quotes. Um, one of the things he's recently been going on about is the, uh, uh, the cognitive test that he's been taking. And uh, here is a quote from that.
2: So the last time I was at the hospital, oh, probably a year ago, a little less than a year ago, I asked the doctor, I said, is there some kind of a cognitive test that I could take? Because I've been hearing about it. Because I want to shut these people up. I said to the doctor, it was Dr. Ronnie Jackson, I said, is there some kind of a test? An acuity test? And he said, there actually is, and he named it, whatever it might be. And it was 30 or 35 questions. The first questions are very easy. The last questions are much more difficult, uh, like a memory question. It's uh, Like you'll go person, woman, man, camera, TV. So they say, could you repeat that? So I said, yeah. So it's person, woman, man, camera, TV. Okay, that's very good. Okay, now he's asking you other questions, other questions, and then 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes later they say, Remember the first question? Not the first, but the tenth question? Give us that again. Can you do that again? And you go, person, woman, man, camera TV. If you get it in order, you get extra points. They said nobody gets it in order. It's actually not that easy, but for me it was easy.
0: So first thing there. I think if 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 one of the things you're gonna brag about in a quote is your memory and how you remembered uh five things uh blah blah man woman person t v camera
1: person man woman camera t v
0: yeah see, I would have failed the cognitive. <laughs> but if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, you have to remember the name of the test, yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever it's called, maybe,
1: but you know what maybe maybe dr ronnie didn't remember the name of the test and
0: so he was he called it whatever it's called that is a possibility he could have called i got this test here the other thing is when he's asking about it i do not believe he went to his doctor and said is there any sort of test of cognitive ability yeah really (laughs) there's no way he said that no way
1: he's trying to get it's kind of funny that he's getting annoyed that people are saying that uh he's an idiot um when uh and he's like, I want to shut these people up. When he started the whole birther movement. Uh, With Obama? Yeah.
0: yeah no, he started a lot of those conspiracy theories. And at the end of uh, one of these caring Corona news conferences, a reporter asked Trump about Ghislaine Maxwell. And uh, we have his quote on that. So we'll just play that right now
1: Ghislaine Maxwell is in prison. And so a lot of people want to know if she's going to turn in powerful people. And I know you've talked in the past about Prince Andrew, and
3: uh, you've criticized Bill Clinton's behavior. I'm wondering, uh, do you feel that she's going to turn in powerful men? How do you see that working out?
2: I don't know. I haven't really been following it too much. I just wish her well, frankly. Uh, I've met her numerous times over the years, especially since I lived in Palm Beach, and I guess they lived in Palm Beach. Uh, but I wish her well. Whatever it is, uh, I don't know the situation with Prince Andrew. Just don't know. Not aware of it.
0: All right, before we get into the specifics of that response, you uh, you had something to say about Jizz uh, Lane, Maxwell? I
1: I can't believe that her name is pronounced Jizz Lane. It might not be. Okay, because uh, if it is, that makes her nickname Jizz. <laughs> That's what it is, because nobody's walking around calling her Lane, because you shorten it to the first part normally, and... Why would you name your child that?
0: I don't know. I That's don't know. It could be something else, but it's G H I S L A I N E or something like that.
1: Gahiz Lane. Gahiz. Lane.
0: Anyway, hey. uh, so Trump Trump wishes her well. She yeah. lured minors to a sex island where they could be abused by wealthy businessmen, and. And he he wishes her well. My only explanation is that some sort of code. No, he could also just be an idiot. <sighs> He's even part of the. I mean, he said, "Oh yeah, I know them. They live beside me. We met. We hung out." Basically, and yeah, then he in said that he, quote.
1: Ge- he said they he guessed they lived in Florida or
3: wherever.
0: Yeah, I I, it, I don't know. I it sure. I think it has to be. I think it. I think it's a shut up, don't talk code, and I'll get you out of prison. That's what I think.
1: Maybe. We'll see. I don't see how he's getting her out of prison. He pardons her. That does not look
0: good. That's... no. But that's what'll happen.
1: I think. We'll see. Maybe he'll pardon her if he wins the election. Because then he's like, I don't care if I look good or not. I can't run again. That's right. It doesn't matter to me. Oh my god. Imagine Donald Trump, what he's going to do when he doesn't have to worry about getting reelected? He'd just be totally like... And yeah, it's uh
0: it's a bit scary.
1: Yeah, because like right now, I think he's at least a little bit cognizant of I can't be too unpopular because I have to
0: get reelected. Well, yeah, absolutely. I still am not a hundred percent convinced that we'll see an election on November third, but we'll see.
1: I don't think he can change that. Oh, um, we'll see. I I don't think that can be changed unless all three houses of Congress agree, and the House is going to make sure there's an election. That's all I'm saying.
0: Maybe. Uh, he also signed a deal this week that allows, uh, U.S. defense contractors to bypass a 33-year-old arms treaty and sell more large armed drones to foreign militaries. Uh, this, this seems like a bad idea.
1: Well, you know, that's, uh, most of the terrorist groups in the Middle East were trained by the CIA to fight Soviets. And then once they got the Soviets out and the Americans left, or the Americans didn't leave, rather, they turned around to fight the Americans. Most terrorist groups around the world were at some point funded by and trained by the Americans. Or some big government, anyway, yeah. Yeah, most of them the Americans. But you're right, some big government. So I think this is going to result in better terrorists.
0: Well, they definitely aren't selling it to terrorists. or selling it to other governments. But who knows? They're not
1: selling it to terrorists, right? People that don't seem like terrorists. Well, plus,
0: but who can? Very few terrorists are sh- sanctioned governments.
1: Yeah, but plenty of sanctioned governments fund terrorists. Yeah,
0: no, that, exactly. And then that they could end up there. Yeah, they absolutely could end up there. But it's 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 not uh, it's not the direct line. But it's it's it is a concern for sure and probably one of the reasons that this law existed. Yeah. I hopefully Joe Biden shuts this down. Yeah. If it's not too late by then. Then uh I guess I guess jumping back to sort of uh
1: Oh no 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 wait. Um this is some good good news on the front of the selling of arms. Scotland today voted to suspend the sale of riot gear such as tear gas armor shields masks that kind of thing to the united states so i go scotland
0: you've you mentioned and i I don't know i haven't looked at it but you said a couple couple of podcasts ago that that tear gas is banned by the geneva convention
1: i believe so because it's a chemical weapon why is anybody
0: selling it to anyone Uh, what like why is scotland selling it to the u.s what are they going to do with it if not use it and why Why does anybody even make it? How know. can countries make it and sell it if it's banned? What are you using it for? Yeah. Spicy f- wings?
1: <laughs> I, I guess, I mean, I, I saw that like in a story a while ago. I'd have to go back and look at it again. Uh, maybe
0: it depends on the composition of the tear gas. Maybe. Tear gas. Maybe it was just... Different an... tear gases are banned and other tear uh, gases are not banned. Maybe. Because it seems like a pretty common thing. Like police use it when they're... <laughs> Going into certain houses and... Yeah, maybe... Or, or are you talking about just smoke grenades?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it maybe it doesn't count as a war crime if it's against your own people. That can't
0: be right. I think it might be. That cannot be right. I think it might be. I mean, there's been courts held against people that have slaughtered their own people, and it's a, you can do war crimes against your own people. The Germans did war <laughs> crimes against German Jews. It's your own people.
1: Uh... I mean, first they, went to they jail took for the it.
0: Citizenship, citizenship away
1: from all Jewish people, so they weren't technically Germans at the time. If you look at it just in the eyes
0: of the law. Yeah, I, I don't. Well, even there's been lo, there's still lots of cases where people committed horrendous acts yeah. against their own people.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go look at it. I only saw it once. Maybe it was. Maybe I misunderstood, and they were saying that it was like an argument that,
0: or maybe they trying to make. Or it could be specific, like tear gas could be. Lots of different things. Yeah, there could be many different types of tear gas, and maybe it was one specific type of yeah. tear gas. I, so, I don't know your well, article. Yeah, find out for I, next week. Okay. Now going back to sort of looking at at the major issues this week, which were the protests and COVID, and the response of Trump of both, and the how he how he strong arms and uh, bullies. Uh, these peaceful protesters, for the most part, peaceful protesters. Yeah, there's, there is some, uh, some, some problems in some areas of the protesting as well. But for the most part, peaceful protesters, and yet completely disregards, you know, 160,000 dead Americans. And uh, Seth Meyers had a a really good quote about that, and and even going back farther than Trump. So I just want to play that right now.
3: Just step back and consider the cruel contrast between Trump's plan to send secret police to cities, to crack down on peaceful protests, and his lack of a plan for a raging pandemic that's killed 140,000 Americans and left tens of millions out of work and many more suffering. There's a deeper problem here. Trump is just the most grotesque and urgent manifestation of that problem in our history. Too often, our system uses violence and incarceration to respond to problems instead of just meeting the actual needs of human beings. That's why our police departments have tanks, but nearly 30 million people don't have health insurance. It's why we have a Department of Homeland Security, but 23 million Americans face eviction. It's why the Pentagon gets $740 billion a year, but there are long lines at food banks and an extra $600 a week for unemployed Americans is about to expire. And it's why we have secret police who feel perfectly free to beat up any person, woman, and man in front of cameras on TV. I did it. Why
1: are Americans so concerned about people
0: invading them? Who? What do you mean?
1: I mean, why are they? Why do they have such high defense spending? Who's who's invading America?
0: Oh, nobody. They aren't concerned about people. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, they 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 figure the best defense is a good offense they fight their wars in other places which costs more money than fighting it on your own soil so that nobody does invade them i
1: have to say both russia and china have a larger and better army than the u.s and the u.s spends more on defense
0: they have more people okay the u.s has way more toys
1: i don't think they necessarily do on some fronts
0: uh, I think the U.S. Navy and and uh, maybe a better navy, but I think China and both China and Russia have more tanks. Both China and Russia have more nukes. But tanks are kind of useless if if anybody's going to. It, it's a, it's hard to bring tanks from Europe to North America.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean you can just. It's not very far
0: from Alaska to Russia. No, but you wouldn't want to d- drive a tank across the. Maybe just put them on a big boat. But you need a good navy to stop.
1: Yeah and i'm sure, i don't know i don't know i don't know about the point of the russia my point is that they have armies that could take on the american army both of them combined they both spend combined they both spend less than the us the us spends more on defense than its next than the next 25 closest countries 24 of which are allies
0: yeah no i i've heard that before but it's um uh, look, I'm, it's hard to defend 700 and whatever billion, seven hundred forty billion $740 billion or whatever Seth just said. It seems steep. Uh, but they, okay, who do you think, if you had a U.S. soldier, a Russian soldier, and a China soldier, and they were comparing T4s, uh, who do you think makes the most? Like, who has the better gun? No, I mean, who makes the most money? Oh, I'm not sure Wait, it's got to be
1: the US soldier I don't know oh, it has to be I
0: don't think so Russia and China soldiers aren't making that much money I funny. feel like Chinese soldiers probably make more than the US soldiers no, they're all conscripted
1: they have to I they don't have think to fight mi- I, don't think mil- I don't think they get paid that well in the military unless you're like an officer
0: uh, I'd be shocked if the other two make more um, You ha- in those countries as far as I know you have to serve a couple of years Maybe. you have no choice so that's why they have more people the we'll U.S. has way more toys and, and technology in their yeah. army, and and quite frankly, whether you have more nukes or less nukes, it, you'll, you'll does, it doesn't like it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's irrelevant how many nukes you have. There, there's there's <laughs> like, enough nukes to just destroy the entire yeah, world already. So that's not that's not a factor. But um, I, I, I'm not shocked that the U.S. is is the highest. I, I do think it's somewhere where they need to to cut. Uh, but, it's but, such but I, I mean unpopular... I'm not a am pol- not a politician and I'm not an American so I really have no say but if it was me in charge I would I would cut that but but it is it is unpopular because there's 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 never been a well okay they fetishize feti-
1: fetishize their military in
0: the US right yeah and, 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 so... and they no, they just like keeping battles uh over the over the oceans and and that does cost more than than if you weren't doing that I mean that. they could just not have battles yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of. It's difficult. Uh, this is a bit like. I mean, uh, not really. But but you know, you look at the Prime Directive in Star Trek, right? <laughs> like, you don't interfere with with other people's beliefs. But but what if those beliefs are so off the wall that you know, like you know, like Dan was talking about a couple of podcasts ago with the um, you know female genital mutilation and 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 killing journalists and repressing free speech and okay although although i don't think anybody should really run rampant and spread their views over the globe i think there's lots of room for everybody to have their views i don't know i don't know it's it's a difficult one i would say
1: that i think you're making some good arguments the U.S. isn't doing any of that. They're not going anywhere to stop female genital mutilation oh. or the killing of journalists.
0: That's what they say or, they're doing. That's they, all for it's always for oil or money. Yeah,
1: and, and the other thing I would say is, who made the police? Who made the U.S. the police of the world?
0: Well, this is just that was my point with the prime directive thing. Yeah, like yeah. like why do they? Why do they feel they have to be the police of the world? But I'll tell you why. It's because uh, a lot of people pick them as the number. If you don't like capitalism. Then you don't like the U.S. They're the sort of big boys on the street when it comes to that. And and then they want to attack the U.S. So the U.S. takes the fight to them mm-hmm. rather than having them come to the U.S. Yeah. And that's the way the citizens like it. And that way costs more money because and, you have everybody deployed somewhere.
1: Yeah. And when the world was divided in two between the communist world and the capitalist world the U.S. kind of headed the capitalist world. That's where, when the president started being called the leader of the free world. And that kind of made a little bit more sense because of, I think, two reasons. Firstly, the U.S. was the only power equipped to take on the USSR in China if it ever came to, you know, if the Cold War ever got hot. Um, but also, you generally had reasonable people as president. And I think that the U.S. got used to other countries looking to them for, like, defense, and the world order has radically changed in the past 20, 30 years. And the U.S., we don't... So I would say, I think there was a time where the U.S., we sort of ordained them police of the world, but not anymore. And they're just not used to that. They haven't got that through their heads that we don't want them to be the police of the world anymore.
0: Well, yeah, a lot of things changed. A lot of things changed over that time. And it's not even just the world order, but the way we look at other people's viewpoints and other mm-hmm. people's religions. And that it's not, you know, it's not uh, our way or the highway. There's there's room for different, different things. But where they, let's be honest, typically where they go, there's a monetary reason.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Because, you know, they want power. Uh, I just want to say before we move on, the other thing that that reminded me of, more than any authoritarian corrupt regime in the world, the U.S. has the highest percentage of incarcerated people per capita.
0: But that, I mean, I I wouldn't compare them to corrupt regimes, I'd compare them to non-corrupt regimes. (laughs) And then it's even worse.
1: But you might think, if you were to ask, who do you think has, what government do you think has the most people in prison per capita? You might go, oh, Russia or China or anything like that.
0: Well russia just kills them and probably china too
1: yeah well it's the u.s the u.s puts a lot of people in jail it
3: might seem crazy what I'm
1: about to say. all right and here we go with happy um first thing happy for our family um mom just got a uh promotion to uh uh assistant general manager at the uh place where she works. Yeah. Uh, so that's good for her. Well deserved, I think.
0: Yeah. No, that uh it'll be exciting, it'll be challenging. We probably won't see her a whole lot, but uh it's a it's a good opportunity and then as as it, right now it's uh you know, it's a uh, there's a lot of e-commerce in that, so there's a very busy area where she's going to be. So uh it's going to be super busy, but hopefully as as covid dies down i do think e-commerce will be more popular than it was pre-covid because yeah. people are now even people that said nope i'm not going to do it have been forced to do it yeah so now everybody's got that comfort level uh with ordering online you know once this is over once
1: covid is over we should start off we need to redo the years and we should start off at zero and perhaps it with pc <laughs> and
0: ac ac pre-covid after covid yeah
1: And that's how we can divide up history.
0: (laughs) That's good. I have one, uh, well, I have two and they're, they're kind of related. They're both about, uh, lottery winnings, but, uh, first one happened in the U.S. So in, in 1992, uh, a fella named Tom Cook and a, a friend of his named Joe Feeney had a handshake agreement that they would split the Powerball if they ever won, uh, Tom finally won recently, and he gave a half of it to Joe, saying, "A handshake is a handshake." That's cool. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Thirty years, thirty some odd years later, they win, or twenty some odd years later, they win, and he he honored the agreement. When he when he called Joe, uh, to let, when Tom called Joe to let him know, Joe's an avid avid fisherman, and uh, and he said to Tom, he said, "Tom, are you yanking my bobber?" <laughs> which sounds like a euphemism for for a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say it fast enough. That was off just by a little bit. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, good for that's that's uh, a nice story. Yeah. And uh good for them. Uh, you know, the, you're always uh when when good people win the lottery, it always seems kind of nice. Yeah. And then this next one is a Jamaican lottery winner. Went to pick up his winnings, dressed as Darth Vader.
1: Oh yeah, I think I saw that. I think I saw that on the uh, on on the internet on the internet. Yeah. Because he wanted to remain anonymous because he didn't want anyone to steal it or something like that. Yeah,
0: they put his name they put his name up. Like you, I think when you when you buy a ticket, you say you're going to give your name to them. But oh, so you know who it is. But it's it's. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. That's
1: fantastic. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, do you have anything else? Uh no. This is another real short happy segment. Last week we were up to seven minutes, now we've dropped it down to just over three again. Well, it wasn't a great week.
2: And, uh, now the end is new.
0: Parting thoughts. Um, you want to? Yeah, I was reading
1: today that um, a man named George Elroy Boyd passed away at 68. He was the first black national newscaster in Canada, um, and I'd never heard of him before, which doesn't surprise me, because white history is mostly just what's what's taught, and it's it's relatively recent. Um, but anyway, it doesn't surprise me. I'm, it's too bad I hadn't heard of him before, but uh, you know that's that's quite the accomplishment. You know, it's a groundbreaking thing i think it was in 1968 i read that he was the uh oh no he died at 68 um
0: plus he didn't read it in 1968
1: no 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 you weren't born no uh but anyway um trailblazer breaking barriers cbc uh i don't know but um i i should look up more about him and uh may he rest in peace and then also this was crazy the actress who starred in Gone with the Wind passed away today at 104. Wow. It's a long time. Yeah. It's exhausting to hear. What? Who was that? I don't remember her name. No. She played something, somebody Hamilton in Gone with the Wind.
0: Okay. Uh, but, yeah. Did you know uh, Mark Sanders is stepping down? Mark Sanders, the chief of police of the... Yeah, Toronto chief police. Yes. I didn't realize. Do you know why he's stepping down? He's been cagey about that. Yeah. He said
1: he wants to pursue service to the city outside of the police force, which, you know, he's Toronto's first black police chief. And so I wonder if he wants to step away from his role so he can, so he feels Do like he can.
0: Black Lives Matter stuff or. Yeah. And, and
1: he's maybe been, but if, but
0: criticize the organization a bit more. Maybe. But I, I feel that. That could be it. I don't think that's it, but I I think you can affect more change as the chief of police rather than an ex-chief of police criticizing the police. Yeah, I agree. And I was thinking that as I was so speaking. I don't. I don't think that makes a lot of sense. I also don't. Oh, dogs barking again. Yeah, I I just don't. I don't get the. I don't. I don't know why. And, and also, if if that's the reason why, say it. Like there's yeah. no reason not to say it. Maybe maybe he wants to try running for office.
1: Sometimes police chiefs do that. Bill Blair was a uh, chief of police in Toronto before yeah. Mark Saunders. I Again, do directly before, but he just
0: ran. But what's the what's the what's the up of what's the upside of not saying that's why you're leaving?
1: Well, if he doesn't have the nomination, if he's not sure who he wants to run with yet.
0: Um Yeah, although you can uh mm-hmm. Leia's adding her parting thoughts. Yeah, really. She uh, I mean, it's just it's just interesting and it it'll be, it'll be really uh it's something to keep an eye on to see exactly where he goes from there mm-hmm. he was pretty popular they wanted him to stay on the other the other thing is who they replace him with is going to be uh, you know interesting will they yeah. go with another black person in this time or not
1: yeah we'll see
0: uh 505 550 total listens to all our podcasts so thank you for that everyone
1: yeah that's not it's, 550
0: uh, people no, it's uh, it's much less than that yeah. it's it's 550 listens to 15 podcasts so you can divide roughly how many people per podcast but it's yeah. not quite that because the first one has a lot more than than the, than mm-hmm. the more recent ones but we lost you know when we switched from uh, anchor to fireside that the the data doesn't go with you so I yeah. just I know there was 303 listens on anchor when we shut it down so then now there's since the move, there's been 200 and some odd on the fireside, and that's including some of the original episodes as we moved the, all them oh, over. That's neat. So, yeah. That's neat. All right, good yeah. for us. So, thanks, guys. That's nice. And then uh, a couple of couple more deaths this uh, this week. Unfortunately, first is uh, Regis, who uh, of of Regis and Kathy Lee fame, which I never watched, and who wants to be a millionaire fame, which I I did watch not regularly, but. I watched in its first iteration on TV and uh is 88, so he's eighty eight, so it's had a pretty full life, good for <laughs> him. And then uh Peter Green passed away at seventy three. And if you don't know who he is, he was one of the original Mac, members. Right? Yeah, original members of Fleetwood Mac. And uh I'll tell you I was gonna uh that's back when they really in in its origins it was it was more of a blues band. And uh he was truly uh one of the great blues guitars players, and um, I, I, I was gonna go out with some, uh, send the podcast off with a bit from Long Gray Mare because I love that song, but it doesn't really show uh, Peter Green, so instead we'll uh, we'll go out with uh, If You Let Me Love You, and thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. I guess we'll talk at you more than to you, but yeah. <laughs>